0: You're listening to Leader FM. Leader FM is hosted by executive coach, Dr. Scott Francis, and marketing media man, Tony Creech. Hey, welcome to Leader FM. I'm your host, Tony Creech. I'm here with your other host, Dr. Scott Francis. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Yeah? Should I believe (laughs) you? Ha! A quick note to our listeners, uh, there is a video version with quotes and visuals and things uh, that you might need at appropriate times, so you can find that on YouTube or Facebook, or just go to our website, leader.fm, if you want to see something. You know, Scott, there's a quote from Confucius. Uh, He says, by three methods, we learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is noblest. Uh, Second, by imitation, which is easiest. Just like I'm imitating him. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And third, by experience, which is bitterest. <laughs> <sighs> it is bitter. It is bitter, yeah. Uh, but I think as we approach the end of the year, uh, we want to talk about reflection, don't right. we? Yep, end of the year reflection. We are what we think. At least this is what I think. I want to hear what you think about okay. this. Okay, yeah. Because we're thinking. I, you become what you think. So if you, you aren't what really happened, your year isn't what oh, really yeah. happened to you. Your year, year is what you think happened to yeah, you. Yeah, you're getting into the theory of memory there. <laughs> we just, we like going deep. Um, so I, I think it matters to use some kind of a structured way to get reflective. We're going to talk about appreciative inquiry. Appreciative or, inquiry. Or inquiry. Yeah. We, we got to decide. How, we, how do we say that right now? Inquiry. Appreciative inquiry. Inquiry. <laughs> yeah. Say it with a monocle. Yeah. A cigar. Inquiry. <sighs> appreciative inquiry.
1: Yes, we're going to talk about appreciative inquiry, but before we get there...
0: Yes. uh, Well, I think the reason why we want to talk about that and connect that to the end of the year is that it really matters what you think about your year. Yes. And it's easy to think the wrong things. And it sounds funny, but we lie to ourselves a lot. Nobody wants to to put on rose-colored glasses. We talk about those rose-colored glasses all the time. But the truth is, is we usually don't look at life through that. We look at life through dark pieces of our lives. Yeah. We pick up a little piece... Um, I think Dr. Joel Fromm, a philosopher we both know, once talked about doing that. Picked up the pick up that depression is can be very chemical and physical. Yeah. But some forms of depression can be us picking up a dark piece of glass and looking at all of life through that one little dark piece. Right. Yeah. We don't want to do that with our year. And I think um, one of the problems, one of the things that holds people back from reflection, is that you're afraid of what you might oh, find. Yeah. You're afraid. That it's just gonna be about your regrets. I, my year was interesting. <laughs> right, right. Like, I, with, with my uh, marketing work and stuff, I, I'm, I'm owed about 10 grand from different people. Oh, really? Okay. That changes the, your yeah. finances for the year because people haven't paid. Yeah. People owe me for projects, and I, it's more than I usually have in a year. Uh, And I could could feel bad about that and I could, you know, I could look at all of my year, I could make that my year. We do not uh, look at our year just the way it happened. Would you say that's true? I think, yeah, I think so. Uh,
1: Like fear of having to look at something dark Mm -hmm. uh, will often cause us to um, be repressing that thing. But But unfortunately then it has more power than it should. Yeah. Right. We it's don't. The whole it,
0: repression, yeah. you repress and it gains power.
1: Bingo. So I don't want to think about how I got taken advantage of, mm-hmm. but that just eats away at your unconscious. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. so it's well worth looking looking what you regret straight in the eye mm-hmm. and being honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, although that's not mm-hmm. where we're going with. I regret this conversation, conversation already. Ha. <laughs> Good.
0: No, but well, uh, more reasons
1: reflection matters. Well, okay. So you learn by reflecting. Like that's that's the way that adults learn. Mm. Like children learn by rote, they memorize and whatnot, but hmm. but adults, especially when you start taking like graduate level courses, it, you're not able to get very far if you don't stop periodically and work it through your experience. I'll have to think about this. <laughs> we have to talk about it. We
0: have to, unless we do, we do that. We adult, do. adult learning comes through reflection. Sometimes we want to just dive into action and keep running. And we, we like to talk about learning through experience, but I hear you saying, You don't just learn through experience. You learn by stopping and reflecting. You have to reflect or else
1: here's the, here's the kicker. You keep making the same mistakes.
0: Mm. And that's,
1: that sounds bad. Like, and if you're, if you're not doing any kind of annual kind of evaluation of your life, Mm. it's a very good chance. You know, you, you Mm -hmm. might've had a marriage fall apart. (laughs) The reason why, if you go back seven years ago with the previous marriage is almost identical because Mm. you
0: didn't learn from the first one. And you probably were afraid of reflecting because of pain. because it wasn't all rosy. But ironically, um, that lack of reflection is keeping you in a perpetual pain cycle.
1: Yeah, That's what I'm hearing you say.
0: And I think it's important because we don't have a lot of opportunities. It's hard to get ourselves to reflect, at least for me. Even though I love reflection, it's hard to stop and do it when I'm trying to make money, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to get things done. Uh, The end of the year is like a free pass. Hey, buddy, stop, chill, and reflect because it's the end of the year any leader can give herself the, uh, a free pass to, to, to take some time.
1: Right, Well, and, and they're absolutely right. If that's their critique, that it's just an arbitrary date, why would we do it? They're right, mm-hmm. it is an arbitrary date. It really doesn't mm-hmm. matter when you do it, just as long as you do it at some point.
0: Yeah, and I think end of the year is just a good, we're talking about it now because I think it's a big opportunity.
1: Yeah. If you do not reflect on what you've been doing, mm-hmm. then time seems to blend together memories don't stick unless you, you actually codify them. And so you need to, you need, it's when you stop and say, what was the highlight of the, of the year? What was, the, what was the, some of the brightest points? Um, what were some of the most difficult moments? And, and when you do that, it actually kind of um, takes that year, breaks it down into a timeline and then stores it in your memory. It's really easy to look back over your life if you're not in the practice of reflection, and just feel like the years are screaming by hmm. and and I'm not really doing anything with my life. You are you just keep forgetting what you've been doing.
0: Hmm. makes sense. Yeah, so this is a way of making it making it feel like life is actually being lived, and that probably enhances the 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 need to use a structured way to reflect, because you are if you are going to codify. If you're going to, if this is going to be some codified experience of mine, I could freely go down this dark path and then I'm sticking darkness in my memory. Well, see,
1: there's, there's some of the problems. So you gotta, we gotta hit hit those head on. Yeah. Right. Like, um, okay. So here's the reality. Hmm. The way that we tell the story of our life Hmm. actually becomes our life. Yeah. Now, you can tell that story in so many different ways, mm-hmm. but, but the way you tell it shapes it. So I actually, I do a, an all-day kind of uh, uh, life uh, session with, mm-hmm. with some of my clients. Actually, we did it together. I know, yeah. I know. You did mine. That was yeah, great. I did yours. And, mm-hmm. and one of the big things that I'm looking for when someone is, I ask them to tell their story. What mm-hmm. was it like in this stage of life and mm-hmm. that stage? And I'm listening for how they tell the story. Because mm. how they tell it illuminates to me what lens they're looking at it through. Mm. And when you tell that story, it then becomes your memory. And mm. that is what it was for you.
0: Yeah, so your memory isn't this thing out there, this pristine piece. Your retelling of it actually rewrites the memory. Bingo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. this is like one of the... It's, it's a problem, but also one of the reasons why this is so important. But it's a, it's a major problem, and that is that we... I guess I would say to somebody who says, let's not reflect, I'd say you're always reflecting. So you're always rewriting your memories. Hmm. Like if if you do take any time to, to, out of that stream, it might be in actually some default thought or something like, well, this is a waste of time. That's a short little reflection or a short little recoding of hmm. your, your memories or, or of this even of this present moment sometimes. And it's basically that, that when we reflect, however we do it, whether in this, some healthy structured way like we we're going to talk about or... In the, our natural ways of doing it, we are redesigning who we are and what our yes. life is. Yeah.
1: And as a matter of fact, there is a, a um, therapy style. It's called narrative therapy, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what the therapist will do. The psychologist mm-hmm. who's taking somebody through some counseling mm-hmm. will work with them to reshape how they tell their personal story. Yeah. Well, um, that makes a lot of sense. So, and a lot comes down to the lens that you choose to look at your story with. Mm. You are setting your your life uh, trajectory. Hmm. So, if you only look at life through a oppressor oppressed lens,
0: you will be oppressed. There's oh, other. I'll stop you there. I feel like you're coming down on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, just just to, just to bring this into what to do about this. Sure. Um, uh, tell me about appreciative inquiry. Okay, so because this is our recommendation. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about a structure that you can use to perform reflection in a way that is healthy uh, and in a way that gets you, that helps wrap up your year in a healthy manner. Right, so appreciative inquiry is
1: actually, it's a form of research that is done with a group of people generally. Mm. uh, And it's oftentimes done um, when they're about to do some strategic planning. Mm. It's really helpful. As a matter of fact, I do it quite often when I'm sitting down with a board and we do this before we start anything else. And, uh, it's geared to, to, um, have you tell the story of what things you appreciate about your organization, mm-hmm. or in this case here, what your year was like, what did you mm-hmm. appreciate most about the year? Mm-hmm. And that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, throughout the inquiry, you can yeah. like, then start to look at some, mm-hmm. some of the negative things and things you need to learn. Mm-hmm. But the starting point is what do I appreciate and why that's valuable is first of all, it's emotionally compelling mm when you first start, if the very first question you ask is, what sucked about my year? Mm-hmm. You're probably going to quit within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But start with, what did I really appreciate? And your unconscious likes to hunt for that. And you'll, mm-hmm. you'll want to answer that question. Mm-hmm. You just start listing two or three things and, mm-hmm. hey, it wasn't that
0: bad of a year, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and don't you think that when we, when we, approach, uh, when we approach reflection from a positive standpoint that we're actually combating our more natural tendency that we actually don't naturally look at what we appreciate that we actually, that that's the thing that takes, that takes a bit more initiation from us. I think so.
1: You have to be very intentional
0: and like marketing psychology a lot that you, everybody will share some bad story they have. If you went to Walmart and somebody was terrible to you, you're going to tell somebody, but you're not going to go to Walmart, look for your, your, uh, your soap, grab your soap, buy it, and then go home and be like, I just I went and bought my soap from Walmart. Nothing happened. It was great. It was exactly <laughs> how I should have been. I really appreciate you that. You don't there share was about no, that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. We, I mean, even with great experiences, we rarely share it. And so right. the, uh, our te- it combats our natural tendency, sets us on a track. Would you say that's true for, yes. for the way we reflect? For appreciate, we, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the, the other thing that it really does. Cool is it helps to very quickly illuminate
0: our values. Hmm. Like they just come screaming out. Like I really... So instead of asking what are my values, you just use appreciation. Yeah, and what did you, you really appreciate?
1: Uh, and, and, and you just have to peel one layer and oh, you okay. see, well, that's what they valued. Hmm. Like I really, this year, uh, my kids' sports hmm. has been really a great thing. Hmm. Uh, uh, and we're just about to head into club, volleyball, And so excited for both my daughter and my son. Mm -hmm. Um, I really appreciated a championship they won. Mm -hmm. But now peel that layer aside, Mm -hmm. what I really value is my kids learning to live like champions. Mm. You know, and and to feel that the excitement of doing well and succeeding Mm. and...
0: And to to struggle through it, to work so hard. Bingo, to struggle.
1: Like, I'm not going to give them a gold medal for doing nothing. They Mm -hmm. really struggled and they, you know. And and so
0: suddenly now I realize I value struggle for my kids. So it gives us a a window into our values. Bingo, bingo. So when when you were taking me through that day and you heard me appreciate learning that happened, you could tell learning is a really big thing to this guy.
1: There's a value. And I would even have a little list going. Yeah, of, of what mm. your value. valuing. I wouldn't tell you that's what I was doing, mm. but I was I was writing on your values. So big point there, mm-hmm. which then helps you in the next big step. Mm-hmm. Appreciative inquiry is the perfect jump off point for strategic mm. planning.
0: OK, so let's get to it. Um, we're we're going to talk about a few things that uh, we can do maybe four or five simple three, three or four simple questions, questions we can ask answer. Yeah. that we can answer as a little tool just to give us structure to our reflection to keep us from going off the tracks, to keep us from picking up a piece of glass and looking at everything. The wrong through. color glass. Yeah. The wrong color, yeah. yeah. So um, the first one I want you to tell me about is, uh, it's this question, what are five things that happened this year that I'm so thankful for?
1: Ah, uh, and again, that, that helps you to Codify your year. Mm. I had five great things happen to me this year, mm. or I did five things. I accomplished five things. But it it helps to
0: um, make that year meaningful. Yeah. So, if, yeah. and and our second question is, what diversity or obstacles did I overcome this year? And I think that's a big deal because when I I like to think back at the obstacles, but when I think about the things that I overcame, it gives me a bit more energy to go after the the next ones. Because there's always going to be obstacles, there's always going to be diversity. It's positive, yet it's looking at the hard times and the hard times I got through. And I think it's important um, because it gets me a bit out of the victim role that I can get into when I want to blame others. I want to blame opportunities that didn't land. I want to blame people that owe me money. Yep. And instead it gets oh. me into my overcoming. And that's what I have control
1: over. The more I work with clients, the more I see when victim mentality shows up, mm-hmm. they're in the drama triangle and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. And so when you ask just the simple question, what did I overcome this year? Mm-hmm. You are automatically pulling yourself out of the drama triangle and telling
0: yourself the story that I am a champion. And you're responsible. <laughs> yeah. You're responsible. You're an, in, you have influence. You're looking at the power you do have. You're like our buddy, Nelson, (laughs) who even in the midst of having horrible things happen to him, uh, started a chain reaction by taking responsibility that led to his leadership becoming happening on a national level. So the next question is, uh, therefore, what was, uh, the next question is what was deeply meaningful to me or to us this Mm -hmm. year? If you want to do it with with a partner or somebody, what was deeply meaningful to me this year? Yeah. See, I love
1: this question because it, it takes that deeper dive from what made me happy this year. Mm. Happiness is more of an emotion that comes and goes, but meaning is one of those things that, that uh, has a lot more um, matter to it, mm. more substance to it. Mm. And uh, again, that helps. If you can answer that question, it also helps you to, to continue to do that kind of stuff.
0: Mm. Because that, that connects with this next, this next uh, question, which was, therefore, what are the habits, processes, mm. uh, growth that happened to me this year that I want to continue next year? So if there's habits I don't want to lose. What do I not want to lose this year? And no that flows habit. right out of those meaningful things. So if it was really meaningful to me to be learning as much as I was, how do I keep that learning going? If it was meaningful to me to struggle and to win a championship, how do I keep that kind of struggle going so that I end up with those kinds of experiences? Right that also that question
1: hmm. is asking like, what habits do I not want to lose? Some of the ones that may not bring you a lot of meaning, mm-hmm. like say exercising, mm-hmm. uh, it might, but hmm. it might not, but it certainly, you'd look back and say, I do not want to lose that because, you know, everything
0: hangs on my health. Hmm. Or it's like the only time you spend alone. <laughs> 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 That's me. Um, and lastly, Last question. We it's uh, not really a question, but it's an, it's just a, a direction to share it.
1: Okay. Oh, to actually tell people what. Yeah.
0: To, so um, I just did this list. Why should I share it with somebody? I think for me it has to do with this this thing of uh, it's part of the codification of it. Yeah. When I it say, helps to codify it. When I can say, hey, you know, this year, like, especially if you have close friends, or if you have a a, a life partner of any sort, like, if, if me and my wife, if we sit down and I can. We could talk a bit about this. She can learn these things, but she can learn what's valuable to me. I can learn what's valuable to her. If she talks about something being meaningful and I didn't realize how meaningful that was. Yeah. That's good. When you remember Uh, when you made dinner one time, that was meaningful to me (laughs) over the course of the year. It reinforces that I will do it again. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. You're you're bang on right. It also really helps with the codification,
0: Mm. codifying.
1: It helps lock it into your long term memory when you speak it out loud. Now, this is especially the case for Uh, extroverts.
0: What? uh, Sorry, I'm cutting you off about the (laughs) extrovert. The codify, codify. I just realized not everybody would use that word as much as me and you have in our in our educational career. Yeah. To codify something is to take
1: um, and something that happened, or an idea, or some some event, and to to give it extra significance hmm. and to make it a thing hmm. in your memory, in your mind, in your
0: in your your space. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. I think I think people like that. So let's to to wrap up. Okay. <laughs> to wrap up, we are always remaking. Our world and, and what the the reality of the year isn't what's in our heads and the way we think is actually redesigning our past the way we think about our past yes redesigns redesigns our past, our past. Yeah. Uh, therefore we need us we need to reflect in a healthy way because that redesign could become really negative yes and appreciative inquiry is one of the tools that we could pull out to use to set ourselves in the right direction for, for a reflection and we're gonna approach it with thankfulness, looking at obstacles we've overcome, looking at what's meaningful to us, and looking at what habits and growth we don't wanna lose. And then to, to make sure we share that, to, to help uh, codify it strongly in our lives. I think that's, I think this is. A, I think we should put this up, something like this up on our site um, so people can look at the questions, even just a simple sheet. Sure. Uh, thank you, you bet. I'll remember this.
1: That was good. That was good. Please be recording. <laughs> oh, did it turn off? Connection. No, it was recording sweet. Oh.